Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. A new survey out this morning shows that young men are losing the skill of shining their shoes and it's all thanks to the ever-growing popularity of runners. Apparently three in five never shine their shoes. I'm surprised that there's two in five that do. Uh, But anyway, less than a quarter actually shine shoes on a weekly basis. And we're talking this morning about all of those traditional skills that we maybe used to have and we no longer have. All of the traditional skills that we're actually now losing. uh, The sewing the shoe shining, the baking. Do you know your, well, your immediate family, I suppose the kind of important people in, in your life. Do you know their mobile number off by heart? 53106 is the number. I want to hear about the uh, the traditional skills that you think we've lost, that we maybe shouldn't be losing. Uh, Hilda Roach is the national president of the Irish Country Women's Association. Uh, Hilda, thanks for joining us on the programme today. Do you think we're losing a lot of that skill set? I suppose there there is some of that, but, but the traditional skills are being lost but I have to say ICA is hugely involved in keeping the traditional crafts and passing on the expertise in this area. Um, We have craft classes held once a month in our headquarters in Ballsbridge and there are many courses available to members and non-members in our adult educational college which is in on Greenon in Chairman Second County Louth. Uh, these, you know, would have all the traditional crafts uh, as well as new crafts. So we would be hugely involved in promoting and making sure that we pass on the traditional crafts to the next generation. What kind of crafts are you talking about? Well, we would be talking about the sewing and the crochet and the knitting um, and all all sorts of crafts. Um, Many of our Guild members in our guilds and our branches around the country uh, go into local primary schools and they teach the sewing and the knitting um, and other crafts, which are probably not any more on the school curriculum. Mm. I think when certainly when I went to school, uh, we we did sewing and knitting. I have to admit, and it's a terrible thing to admit as the national president of ICA, but sewing was never my forte. <laughs> But uh, these are the the sort of crafts, the, the traditional crafts that would be would be passed on. Yeah. Uh, Noel Cunningham, TV personality and author of the Guide to Modern Irish Manners, is with us as well. Hilda on the program. Noel, do you think are we becoming less self sufficient? Uh, good morning to you, Andrea, and good morning uh, to your your guest. I now feel as if I'm about to become an honorary member of the ICA. So what more can I? <laughs> um, I think. You know, I was brought up in rural Ireland in beautiful Donegal and craft was so much a part of our lives and a lot of it had to do with basic survival and subsistence. You know, I remember my mother knitting iron sweaters and then being collected by a lady. They went directly to America. I remember my grandfather sort of making barrows and sealing them in which to cure fish like rusty mackerel and rusty herring. You know, I I remember all of those crafts that were vital parts of surviving in a very different world. I really think that my mother and my father and my grandparents would be a little bit sad now that you can walk into a shop and buy an item of clothing and it's priced 
so that you immediately say, I'll get a few wares out of that and I'll discard it. That's not good for the world, for the mm. planet. And look at what's happening in Ukraine, the war. And, you know, that whole thing about, you know, oil and gas and whatever. You know, everything can change so drastically and so quickly that you sometimes wonder, well, what about, you know, turf cutting and, um, you know, that type of thing, energy and all of the things that, that we did in order to live, in order to have a quality of life. And they have disappeared and they are disappearing. But most of all, I kind of am sad that for buildings and beautiful buildings that have been sort of put in our care, custodians built in previous generations that are stunning, you know. And you look around, you wonder, are we doing enough to encourage stonemasonry and art and wood turning and all of those beautiful Mm. things? You know, the thatched roof is probably one, Noel, that would spring to mind, you know, even when you talk about Donegal in particular. Absolutely. And, you know, funny you should say that. I've just been at a wake here in rural Donegal and I passed a house and the lady of the house was outside and I stopped to say hello to her. I hadn't seen her since pre-COVID. And I said, God, is the cottage, um, have you some business? Uh, Because we're all concern now, will the tourists come back in large numbers to Donegal after travel becoming a bit more accessible now? And she said, oh God, no, well, I had to take it off the market because the insurance became too high. And she had this beautiful traditional farm cottage with the most perfect thatched roof that was, you know, redone yeah. every few years. And now just the, the insurance has become prohibitive. And again, that kind of begs the question, well, you see, one of her family now coming along saying, you know what, is it worth my while keeping that sort of old tradition of that going? I see a text in from a listener who says, on the subject of shining your shoes, I shine my shoes, I'm in my late 30s. It was a way that I got pocket money from my dad years uh, years ago. He still shines his shoes. If there were any good shoe shining kits, could you please let me know? The polish now, it's not as good as it used to be, according to this texter. Another listener has got in touch in 53106 to say, I went to an eye course to learn how to sew because I was embarrassed having to ask my mother uh, to put a button on for me. I can manage the buttons all right and I could tack a hem, but I wouldn't fancy see uh, any major level of, of alterations. Um, I suppose the other side of this though, Hilda, is that technology has made our lives, you know, so much easier and so much more convenient. But there's probably certain things, you know, when I think of maps, I would never take out a map and read a map. I'd go straight to Google, Google Maps. Do you think as technology made us become lazy? I think it has. I mean, there's tremendous advantages with technology. But I think, yes, we, we rely too much on Google and uh, Sometimes, with regard to map reading, um, sometimes our, our Google Maps and our sat-nav can send you astray and end up in, in unknown roads. Um, yeah, I think we have become a little bit lazy. Um, if I can just come back to what, what your other guest was saying no, about, yeah. I suppose, sustainability. Um, I think we have a number of, ICA have a number of subcommittees and one of them is Climate Action, which obviously is a huge uh, worry and concern for everybody and sustainability. And, you know, we would certainly be passing on what you can do to not be discarding 
things that you could reuse. I think back in the day, our particularly women were very good about using everything properly and not just, um, you know, throwing it away, which I think is what happens nowadays. Um, so I think we need to, so in some ways, get back to what what used to happen. And I think that is is, is beginning to, to, to come yeah. back. I see a text in from a listener here. I can't go anywhere without following Google Maps. My dad still insists on using uh, the real maps as this listener. I'm with that texter. I'm embarrassed to say I'm in Dublin nine years and I couldn't go anywhere in Dublin without uh, turning on Google Maps. Uh, there's another listener who's got in touch. It's Stevie in Dublin. And he says, Andrea, on changing a wheel, you don't, you change a wheel and not a tyre which is uh, only the black bit. As a life skill, if you drive, you should be able to change a wheel. Steve's probably right. I mentioned this uh, with Pat Kenny earlier today um, when I first got, first bought my bought my first car. I didn't know how to change a tyre and I remember my father telling me, you need to learn how to do this and of course, I, you know, yeah, we'll do it someday and one day I went out and need the whole four tyres off the car and he said, right, today you're going to learn how to do this um, and I, I, like, I, I still wouldn't trust myself <laughs> to change the tyre but there's probably loads of different things, you know, Hilda like that that we we sort of we've lost the skill set or maybe we're just I'd say I'm probably just too lazy to do a lot yeah, of it and, and, and just with regard to um, cooking and again obviously that's re- really big part of ICA um, you know it's we're all so busy it's very easy to just reach for the ready cooked meal but I think that is beginning to change too and strangely enough the COVID lockdown had a huge impact on many more people baking and cooking meals, which hopefully will continue, you know, that because there's great, I think you feel, you feel good after you've yeah. put together a, a lovely, nutritious meal. And I think there is more awareness about nutrition. Yeah. And the bacon certainly came back anyway during COVID. It yeah, did. that's where I, unfortunately I found lemon drizzle cake, but that's a story for another day. There's a text in here, Noel, from a listener who says, I was mortified by my son the other day. He asked me, how would he change his duvet cover? He's 16. I'm totally spoiling him, clearly. <laughs> well, you know, she shouldn't be one bit mortified. She should look at herself in the mirror and say, what have I reared? A young lad that can't change a duvet cover. You know, look, children should be taught from an early age to be self-sufficient. And the ICA have it right. Teach them how to cook, how to survive, how to live. And that will stand them in good stead throughout their life. It isn't an easy yeah. task. And I'm not in any way suggesting parents are not doing what they ought to do. I understand. I have lovely nephews and nieces and I see the battles at all times in their homes about even get them to help with cleaning or anything like that. Now, on the other brighter side of it all, there is a slight sea change back. And I'm glad mm. to see that regional colleges now and amalgamations of universities and technical universities, there's more about apprenticeship. There's something kind of in the air now that, hang on a minute, you know, years ago, we all went bananas on bloody IT. Everybody, you met every student, every nephew, <laughs> every niece that you asked, what are you going to do? What have you done on your sort of application, CEO? Oh, CAO, oh, definitely IT, IT, IT. Now, the skills, plumbing, uh, sort of heating, engineering, light yeah, engineering, all of, the practical, all of that. Yeah. And that's brilliant. 
we need that yeah. after great money. Absolutely. Yeah. You know. Noel Cunningham, TV personality, uh, author of The Guide to Modern Irish Manners and uh, the National President of the Irish Country Women's Association. Hilda Roach, thanks for joining us on the programme. Keep your, um, your, your lost skill set, your lost skills, <laughs> those traditional uh, ways that we had, that we probably no longer use, that we maybe go to now and pay somebody else to do for us whether it's the, the alterations or whatever the case 53106 keep them coming into us we are going to be talking about why disability activists they're not happy with Irish Rail at the minute Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan brought to you by Avant Money weekdays at midday on News Talk.